Hello, MLS fans. Back at you for week three, undesignated players. I'm your co-host, Ryan. With me is my co-host, Sarah. Sarah, we're, we're chugging along. How are you feeling? I feel like you didn't welcome me to this podcast. Oh, welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Well, welcome to said, undesignated players. You said MLS fans, and it's not me. What would you classify yourself as? Aspiring MLS fan? Maybe. MLS watcher? You know, yeah. MLS lover? Yeah, that's why. I'm not a fan. I'm an, I'm an enthusiast. Yeah. Um, Aficionado. Uh-huh. It's not French. No. No, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really... Am I a fan of any by, sports leagues? By all accounts, you are more of an MLS fan than... I mean, if you're not an MLS fan... That's true. Who Like, who That's is? That's true. That's true. The answer is I actually do, like, I, I am fine to sit and watch a soccer game, which is impressive because I don't watch, like, sports anymore. Unless it's the Olympics, but that only happens every two years, so... That's shocking to me, considering the number of sports you played in high school. Oh, my Sarah, God. Sarah was a five-sport <laughs> athlete in high school. Shut up. It's true. I'm not lying at all. Sarah participated on five sports teams in high school. So, yeah, basically, basically a pro, basically an Olympian. Oh, that is... And soccer is one of them. I think for the people who know us who are listening, they've already heard this and they think it's funny. For the people who don't know us... um, There's nothing else to know. You were a five-sport athlete. Yeah, the... The thing here is, like, I'm not really an athletic person. Uh, that doesn't sound like something a five-sport athlete would say. But I did, in fact, participate in five different high school sports. Anyways. I only participated in three, and one of them was Ultimate Frisbee, which basically doesn't count. Yeah, that's not a sport. All right. Well. <laughs> what about Penultimate Frisbee? Oh, man, if only. I wasn't good enough to play Penultimate Frisbee, which doesn't make any sense, because you'd think if I was good enough to play yeah. Ultimate Frisbee, I could have played Penultimate Frisbee, but you wouldn't understand. It's much harder. Yeah. Well, we'll never know. Yeah. How'd you do last week in fantasy? Ugh, fantasy. What's that? Um, It was bad. It was real bad. A real stinker of a Shut week. Up. Wasn't as bad as Ryan's week. Yeah. I'm having a slow start. Some might question my credentials. <laughs> To be on this pod, to which I would say to you, go to hell. I do. Oh, well, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had so many intentions before recording this to go back and look at all the players I wanted to put on my team who got all those bonus points the previous week. Um, I can look at some of them. I don't I, remember. I, don't, I, don't I remember, remember I was are, super so... anti-Grigore, right, from Inter-Miami. I said, don't yeah. pay, play Grigore. He got three points. How many bonus points, though? One. <laughs> One bonus point. Ugh. Let me, I mean, I don't even know. How did my team do last week? Oh, um, Stinky. Yeah. What is Stinky? How many points? Uh, oh, 70. Well, I got 65, so... Uh, that's that's pretty. I mean, the average competition score is fifty eight, so that's not very good because that that counts all those people who just like don't set their lineups right yeah. and drag down the average. So the average among active players was probably higher, um, but that's okay. I I think I trusted the process last week, and I just didn't get a lot of hits. The big one was I thought I saved my lineup and switched night and out for. Earl Edwards, because Knighton is still in the concussion protocol, apparently. And Matt Turner's not coming back for a couple weeks. So I thought I switched him out, but I'm convinced that the app didn't save when I pressed save. Um, and I won't be told otherwise. I won't be, I won't be told that this was error on my part. And I, as someone who knows Ryan, thinks it's his fault. Well, (laughs) we, we won't blame anybody except for the MLS fantasy app here. And I left Knighton in. I don't know. Even if it's not their fault, like I am. Yeah, that app blows. It's terrible. I legitimately think, though, because I had to click save, like, three times for it to work. Like, the first time I clicked save, it said, like, did it something say, went wrong. Did it say megged? Yeah, it said, yeah, I got me, I got megged. Um, anyways, didn't take Knighton out of my lineup, which, whatever, I, I, I hit on my goalkeeper anyways. But that money that I didn't save with Earl Edwards made me 
just not have enough money to upgrade Cecilio Dominguez to Driussi, and that cost me like 16 points. <laughs> so not a, not very good there. And then otherwise, I just didn't hit. You know, I had a lot of a lot of Austin defenders who didn't do well. Eh, just you know, Carlos Vela subbed out at halftime again. Devastating. Yeah, hopefully he's not actually injured. They they said it was precautionary. I did read about that today in preparation for the podcast. Don't say I never did anything for you. For for you, the listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were all thinking that. Um, so by, odds are by now that if you're listening to this, you probably have had a better start than me. I mean, I can already see that like half of our league basically is doing better than me. Um, yeah, anyways. But if you're not doing better than me, it's okay. Because soon enough, like... 60% of the teams are going to stop playing. And if you keep playing, that'll already put you in a good position. But the other thing is, it's just MLS is weird, and there are lots of stochastic weeks in the beginning. Lots of players who do well that you don't expect to do well. A lot of players who don't do well that will do well later. And so... I want you to define stochastic. It means random. Oh. Um... Yeah, there's just a lot of randomness. So it's easy to make up those points, especially on double game weeks, right? If you... Once double game weeks come into play, if you're picking the right double game week guys, captaining the right double game week guys, you'll be making up all those points really quickly. So don't lose faith. I'm not going to lose faith, and I'm doing terribly, and I'm telling, I'm giving you advice. But, you know, that's why MLS pays me to do this. Also UEFA and FIFA and whoever else pays us to do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, Joe Biden, too. So, yeah, I think keep the faith. Should we move on? Week four? Should we just dive right in? Feels like you were saying that for yourself mostly. No, that was for the that was for my legions and legions of followers who are doing much worse than me, a fantasy expert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there might be a job opening on this podcast soon. I don't think so. Doesn't seem likely. Um what are we talking about? Fantasy MLS? Yeah. Week four? We're removing into Week four? No three. way. Two. What week is this? Three. Yeah, I said four before. This is week three. Yeah. It's just I want it to be... No, I don't want it to be week four. I want it to be week three. How many weeks again? I don't know. 30-something? <sighs> long season. It is a long it gets season. gets longer every year. Is that true? Yeah, it is. They keep adding teams. I, it feels like they could just play the same amount of games. Yeah, but I think they. I think the season's due... I mean, maybe it's not longer this year, but there. it definitely has been... Eh, I don't know if it gets longer, honestly. <laughs> Last year, was it got much longer compared to like 2020 or whatever. Because they only play like 20 games or whatever. Yes. Very good, Ryan. All right. Um, week three. Week three. Not four. Do we start with clean sheets? This is a good week. We're just like, we're just going right in. Wow. Well, I don't right. know. Do you have anything else to talk about? No. No, I don't. In the soccer world? In the non-soccer world? Oh, can I tell you someone who will is not welcome back on my team? Sure. After- Two poopy performances. Is it Edison Flores? It is. Yeah. Get him out of here. Uh, I believe in him, but... He's relegated to whatever league is lower than MLS. I... The USL. Yeah. USL Championship, specifically. Um, well, I hope he enjoys it. I believe in Edison Flores as a player. I don't. But I can't afford to keep losing out on value at this point. So I'm not going to continue picking him. He's kicked off my team. I won't allow it. You can play him this week. I will not. I mean, I'm not going to. You have said that two weeks in a row, and he has been stinky. I will. I I think you could. Pl- I could, I think you could continue to play him, but it's sort of just like a punt every time. You just don't, don't know. do it. Don't do it. You just don't know. I mean, that's there are better my, picks. That's my official advice. Don't put Edison Flores on your team, or I'll scream. I mean, on one hand. He keeps losing value and not doing well, but on the other hand, that means he's getting cheaper. Mm-hmm. A good week is a good week is bound to come. All I'm saying is, if you're tight on budget like me, you could play him. I'm not going to. And if you're trying to, and I guess moreover, if you're trying to gain budget, that's probably not a great idea. But my general, I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. I don't give a flying fuck about the budget. I basically never play the price rise game. Because points are more important. Now, right now, I'm not getting points or value, <laughs> but that doesn't mean the process doesn't work. I don't know. It's just like, honestly, is this really a, I don't know, this is an advice podcast. I guess I shouldn't be giving this kind of advice, but like, I don't really like playing that way. Some people do like that about the game a lot, and they really like 
maximizing their budget as early as possible. But like honestly, if you just eventually make enough good picks, you get enough money to to you, you always end up with too much money. Like mid season comes around, you can afford literally every good player, and then it's like, well, those players don't do well every single week. Like I don't know, you just don't need that much money all the time. I could use it right now though. I've been really struggling to make a make a roster here, uh, but I'll, I'll give you guys some good some good budget options. I'm looking at this is a good week for most fantasy, I think. Like last week was tough because there were a lot of like bad matchups. This week has a lot of very like favorable fantasy matchups, so I think it's an opportunity for those of us for those of us who need the points. That's you, and it's also me. But yeah. I'm better than you, so yeah, that's true. Do we need to talk about our qualifications on this podcast? Because we don't have any, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Alrighty. Clean sheets? Sure. What are you thinking? Oh, it's all on me, isn't it? I just have to provide all the advice because I'm the leader now. That's, I mean, you have more points than me, so your advice holds more weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will, I will, uh, I'll, I'll go through the games and tell you what I think looks pretty good to me. Uh, NYCFC, maybe. Yes, I think so. Uh, Columbus. Yes. Is Toronto bad? They seem bad. Whatever happened to Pozuelo? No, he's playing. Oh. It's, the roster is bad. Like, beyond him. What happened to that guy that they brought in last year? Uh, Soteldo? Yeah. Uh, they shipped him off. Oh. Sad. Not really. Anyways, um. I think they were, like, off-field things as well mm-hmm. i don't know yeah never really seems like he like found his footing there okay. good player though after that the revs yes orlando yes philadelphia yes atlanta yes that's what i see those are basically all the teams i've picked out which is a lot we don't usually have that many like solid clean sheet options but i think all of those teams are good I'll throw a, a sneaky one in there if you need some budget guys. Although they're not really like... Well, I was going to say the Houston Dynamo have actually looked pretty good defensively this year. And Vancouver have not looked very good. So like you you might be able to get something out of that. I just don't know why you... I just don't know why you would. Because there are so many other options. You know? For fun. To switch it up. Some differential picks perhaps, Ryan? Yeah, some differentials if that's your thing. I think... I mean, are the Houston... I mean, Steve Clark is, like, stupid expensive. Honestly, no, but here's the thing. The Houston defenders are not cheap. They play, like, three at the back base. Uh, uh, Valentin, if he is a starter. He played last week. I don't know if he starts every week. It's cheap. But everyone else is, like, six above six... He doesn't even start every week, yeah. Their bonafide starters are at, like, seven mil now, so I don't really know why I would suggest that. Because I think they could... Because I... Well, because outside of fantasy, I think they could get a clean sheet. So... Another one I'll throw out there that is, uh, do I feel comfortable saying this? I don't think it's impossible that Portland shuts out Austin. Austin have been, like, scoring goals for fun, like it's their job, because it literally is their jobs, but they've played some really crappy teams. Anyway, they dropped four or five on Cincy, no, four on Cincy and five on Miami this week. It's a good start. It was five and five. Five and five. But those, that's not really the kind of resume that, that I'm willing to call this team like a contender or whatever. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, they seem pretty potent attackingly. So I have a Portland, a part of the Portland defense just for strictly for budgetary reasons. But I'm going to say they're, they're like mid tier clean sheet, maybe potential cheap options. You could do worse. Back half of a switcheroo, perhaps. Mm. But that's actually not, if you want to do a switcheroo, you should have the, riskier one at the front half if you can but yeah i think all those are good there's some things we need so some things we need to keep an eye out for um as we record this new york city is up one nail on communicaciones at halftime in the Concacaf champions league and that means there could be some rotation on saturday for their game against montreal so i think that rotation would be more likely to be in the midfield or up top than it would be on defense but there are sort of cascading effects of, right, teams that struggle offensively tend to cede more possession. That puts more pressure on the defense. Pressing schemes get messed up. What I guess what I'm trying to say is I think there's sometimes a misconception that teams that are losing, are missing midfield or forward pieces will somehow 
be the same defensively as they are when they have those. And that's not true because defending is in part a team thing. Um, so I don't know. That's just to say there could be some weirdness going on. But I mean, New York City is the perfect candidate for uh, the front half of your switcheroos this week. They've got the no, one o'clock game. They're not. You know why? Because they're expensive. Yes. Yeah, there could be some value. So the, the other flip side of that, right, is if there's rotation, then you could find value in those pieces who are who are maybe being rotated in that don't regularly start. I was really hoping Andres Jason, the homegrown player, would be one of those guys. But he's actively playing right now, which makes me think he maybe won't play over the weekend. But I haven't seen Tavon Gray, I think. Trayvon Gray, Tavon Gray out there. I haven't been paying attention that much, but... I don't think he's playing. I saw Emerson out there who plays the same position. So Tavon Gray might start on Saturday, which is a good... He's only 5.8. Good outside back. Really, really good clean sheet chance if that's the case. too bad because Emerson's like the cheapest defender. Well, right. But if Emerson's playing... I mean, I guess the point being is... You don't save that much money if one plays over the other. But I guess that's maybe the the point being is we should look at Emerson or Gray, whoever starts. And really, you should have them on your bench. Mm. I think, going into the weekend. Well, I do, so... Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, if it is Amundsen, great. Then we save a little bit more cash. But maybe budget in gray and just keep an eye on those lineups, I'd say. Advice for that game. So, I guess, what defenders do you have, Sarah, this week? I have, on my bench, as we already mentioned, Amundsen. Should I do my goalie first? Sure. Yeah, well, what are you doing for keepers? Honestly, it's impossible to say. No, it's not impossible to say. I don't know. I have the Columbus goalie. Eli Room. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that's a good pick. And then I have the Revs goalie. Who do you have? Is Brad Knighton back? I don't know. I mean, he's he he should be. Well, it doesn't matter because they're about the same. Right. So that's I guess that's the thing. You just have to keep an eye on the lineups. But now Earl Edwards costs more than Brad Knighton. So budget for Edwards. And if it's Knighton, be prepared to switch. Yeah. I have Edwards right now. Okay. Um, and then I have on my bench, Amundsen. Yep. I have, what am I doing? I don't know. I have Om, Omsberg from Chicago. Mm-hmm. He has a high average, right? He does he has a lot have of points. a high average. Um, I mean, so you already know what I'm going to say, right? Probably something about, I don't know. They're not, they're playing on away game. Yeah, yada, yada, they're playing yada. in a away game. But There's... it's against D.C., and D.C. seems bad. I don't think D.C., what, what, what makes you think D.C. seems bad? One second, give me just like a quick second. Is it because I said D.C. played bad? Yeah. I mean, they did, but that was sort of like, they looked bad, they looked disjointed defensively. I mean, they are 2-0, they've won both their games, they've scored in both their games, they're playing at home. Okay, but hear me out. Here's what you said. Oh my god, you've been tweeting so much. Wait, I've gone too far. Are you going through my through the account Twitter? DCU look like an expansion team. They did look like an expansion team. And then you said, I stand by this, they look like shit. Well, that was after they scored. I said that. So... I don't think they've looked terrible offensively. Again, we, we already talked about this in the on, on last week's pod. They just did not look that strong defensively. But they held a clean sheet against Cincinnati, which really isn't saying anything at all. So Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Well, fine. I will not endorse it, but if you're doing it for the money, you could do worse. Well, he was on my bench. Okay, that's fine. If he's but, on your bench, whatever. All right. Well, you know what? It's fine. I'll, I'll fill that spot. Um. Okay. And then I have Gutman. Ah, I have Andrew Gutman, too. It's Gutman. Gutman. <laughs> Um, it's like a superhero. I have, oh, Gonzalez on the Rebs. Oh, I also have Omar Gonzalez. That We have to keep an eye on that. That's assuming that Henry Kessler isn't playing again. Well, he he was injured, so. He was injured, which is, and it seems to be a hamstring injury, which, but there's, there hasn't been news about it, as far as I know. I mean, I can look right now, but last I've checked, we haven't really heard a timeline for Kessler's injury. It seems like they don't, like, I don't know. Put out a lot of news. Right. Sometimes Bruce says things. Bruce the other day was just like blunt like about Andrew uh, about Matt Turner's injury. I mean so they're he's listed questionable on Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Bruce Arena mentioned in a post-game interview that he expects Kessler to miss some games going forward. So Omar Gonzalez or John Bell potentially are options. That's from this Twitter. I should quote my sources. That's from this Twitter account, at SoRareTeacher. Oh, it's about that so rare soccer card game thing. I don't really know anything about that. Weird. Um, yeah, so I think Omar Gonzalez is in line for a start. Maybe John Bell. John Bell, where is he? Is he, wait, is he in the game? You know what? If <laughs> Wait, 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 where is he? The fuck? Oh, yeah, he's just not on here. He, start, he played a lot of games last year. He was a starter for a while. Why is he not in the game? He's not on, like, Revs 2. He's, like, he is rostered. This is ridiculous. Like, Chris Mueller is in the game. He hasn't been on Orlando for, like, a whole year. He was on Orlando last year. Yeah, but he left in the he left in the offseason. He hasn't been on the team for a whole few months. Oh, that's too bad. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you told me that before. What I... even is this? Why is John Bell not in the game? It's a fucking app. All right, anyways. Um. Why, why, why am I glad... Why are you glad I told you that? I don't know. Before one week, I tried to pick him. and Well, I guess at this point, he would have zero points, so I wouldn't pick him. So it's fine. Who? Um, Chris Mueller. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. Chris Mueller is not. He's been he's been playing in Scotland. Oh, very nice for him. Scotland. Um. Anyway, speaking of Chris Mueller, I have Schlegel. Okay, yeah. On my team. Yeah. I don't know if or- he'll start. Uh, you know, that's a good... He started last week, but he didn't start the first week, so... I don't know what's going... No, uh, I think he will not start. Well, I guess it depends. I don't know what's up with Jansen. Jansen. Yeah. Schlegel starts, he's like, uh... He's an easy half, just because he's so fucking cheap. Yeah. So, that's something to keep an eye on, but... Um, yeah, those are my defenders. Okay. That sounds good. I've got a lot of those same players. Um, the differences I have, so I double up on Atlanta. I also have Alan Franco in there. He's only $6 million. It's decently cheap. Um, and then I have Steven Marrera from Columbus on my bench right now. Mm. Who's kind of, he's expensive. But, I mean, I do have the money. But he is, yeah, I think you could play any of those Columbus people. I mean, Toronto has scored in both of their games. So it's not like... They're completely useless offensively. So, you know, it's MLS, right? Like, weird shit happens. But this is a game of probabilities, and Columbus at home is a higher probability of a clean sheet than, I don't know, sporting Kansas City away or some shit. Uh, so, yeah, th- those, are, those are the guys I'm looking at. I think, basically, if you're sort of lost in the sea of players, just try and pick the, the cheapest starters from New York, Columbus, New England, Orlando, Philadelphia, Atlanta. Yeah, that's a lot of teams. So, I mean, I think you could even maybe even do New York, Red Bulls. But again, it's just like you have so many options. Why would you? If you don't know if someone's a starter, tweet at me. And maybe I'll know. It's not always not always the case. But, I mean, a good way to check, right, to see if people have started is just to look at whether they lined up the past few weeks. You can do that on Google. Or you can just use the fantasy app. Very good, very good, very good. Very smart advice, Ryan. Midfield? Yeah. What do we got? Well, well, well. You have heel? I do. I gotta find a way to fit him in. I will tell you who I have. I have heel, I have Zellerion. Yeah. And I have Shakiri. Yeah. Yeah. Shakira. No. I have Shakiri. I'm on tonight. I have something. I don't actually know the words to most of that song. You know what? I. I don't know the words to any songs because it's all mumbling and it's impossible. Oh, remember Shakira's halftime show? That was good. Who was that with? It wasn't just Shakira, right? Was it J-Lo? Yeah, maybe I think it was J-Lo. Yeah. (laughs) And Giannis tweeted the halftime show is going to get him in trouble. That was very funny. (sighs) All right. Very nice. Um, And then... Dun-dun-dun! No, not dun-dun-dun. I have... <laughs> a midfielder from Atlanta who's five million dollars. Who? Rosetto. Oh, yeah. I mean, at like defensive mid. So. No, I looked at the lineup. I did my research. And where is he? Where is he lined up? On the outside. Is he? Like a winger? I don't know. 
he was on the outside of the... Mm. I'm pretty sure. Did Atlanta C. play Birmingham in a club friendly? They did. That's interesting. C. C. He's on the outside of a three. All right. All right. I'm looking. It's, I'm looking. I'm looking. He's <laughs> Kind of, yeah. They line, they did line up in a four three three, but like, yeah, he's he is the outside of a three. All right, he doesn't really play that way. Okay, I'm I'm I don't hate it. I guess I mean, for five mil, Mateus Rosetto. I mean, he is. I mean, I think he is like. I guess he is an attacking midfielder. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong player. I mean, he's so cheap. Yeah. Okay. I'm in on I'm I'm in on him if he's getting consistent minutes. I like it. I mean, they're playing Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheap. Oh, I think I know who I was thinking. I think I was thinking of, um, oh, what the, what the fuck is that guy's name? Santiago Sosa. That is who I was thinking of. Santiago Sosa. Has he played at all this year? Do you know? I've never heard of that name, so. 7.5 mil, but he's got a zero. So yeah, he hasn't played yet this year. I think he's still on the team. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's actually then a, a nice budget option. I mean, so in a 4-3-3 like that, those midfielders don't play quite as advanced as like you typically expect a wide player to play. But Atlanta's a good attacking team and a, and a good matchup against Charlotte. So I think, I think for a budget guy, I like that a lot, honestly. I might have, Thank you. I might steal that pick. How dare you? Well, I need the money, so. Well, then you'd have to get rid of one of your defenders, wouldn't you? Yes, that would be fine by me. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'd, I'd give I'd give Franco the old Franco the old boot. And then I have Etienne Junior. Oh yeah, Derek Etienne. Yeah. For Columbus. Yeah, because he's cheap. He is cheap, and he's been he's been playing consistent minutes. I don't really understand what is happening in Columbus right now. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't understand why Pedro Santos is playing defense. Is the main thing I don't understand. I think. Isn't that what's happening right now? Let's see. what. How did they line up last week against... Well, they had so many canceled games. I, I just whenever I Google their schedule, it, like, shows all their preseason shit. Um, yeah, they're playing, like, a... You know, they're playing a 4-2-3-1, and they have Pedro Santos playing left back. I don't... I mean, I don't know. I'm not in on Columbus. Like, I'm not in the Columbus beat, so I don't really know what the hell is going on there. But Why? Why isn't Derek Etienne? Why isn't Derek Etienne playing defense? Isn't he like? Because he wants to play midfield. Wasn't he like an outside back at one point? No. I don't know. All right, seems fine to me. It's a good pick. His average is decently high, right? It's a seven. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm in on that. That seems fine to me. Um, yeah, that price too. It's six point five. It's spicy. Okay. Those are my defend or those are my midfielders. Right, Zellerion, Heel, Etienne. And then Rosetta. And Shakiri. And Shakiri, right. Um Why so, don't you like Shakiri? No, I mean he's he's pretty safe in general. I it's just like uh it's just road game, it's the only reason. But DC's bad, you said it. Um, I did say it. I mean they, they clearly looked better last week than they it feels weird. I mean this is a team that hasn't let any goals in, right? And has scored four goals in two games this year and calling them bad. They just didn't look very good in that game I watched, but you know, that was week one. It's possible things could have been sorted out by then. I didn't watch their game against Cincinnati last week because why would I want to watch that shit? Okay, but they also played really bad teams the first two weeks. And beat them. Well, like, I don't... What do you mean? I don't think the not letting any goals in thing sounds impressive to me. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. You're Yeah, so what, you're arguing that they could... They'd be punished against a better team? Yeah. Is Chicago a better team? I think they will be punished. I don't know. Chicago has not really looked that good this year. I mean, they've been okay. Yeah, Shakiri just seems, like, really safe. Like, I think we were talking about this off the pod, but in general, he seems to have a pretty high floor and almost certainly has high ceiling because he's such an advanced attacking player. So I think he's a guy that, like, in basically any home game we're going to want to take. And we just haven't... Have we seen them on the road? I guess we have. Did they play on the road last week? No, they're on. They're at home. Um, but maybe in week one, I don't remember. Yeah, in week one they were. They're on the road at Miami in week one, um, and he still did well. So yeah, okay. I definitely, I definitely am fine with Shakiri. Like I don't have him, but I think it's not like a necessarily bad pick. He's a little, like a little pricey, right? I, mean, I don't know what he's sitting at now, like nine something. Oh, as we record, Communicaciones just leveled things up in the sixtieth minute. 
Too bad that's irrelevant, Ryan. Eyes back on the pod. All right. Yeah. Eyes back on the pod. Stay on. Man, this is literally not a home game for New York City. There are far more Guatemalan fans there than there are New York fans. Which What's that? Fair. You said the name of another country that MLS doesn't exist in? Get back to the pod, All right, Ryan. all right, fine, fine, fine. All right, okay. It's MLS teams. It counts. Never heard of them. Nick Fick? Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah, Nike fuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, so my midfield? Is that what I should talk about? All right. I've got five midfielders, and I don't think... I don't think I'm going to play all these guys, but I, I'm keeping my lineup this way. So if you all don't know by now, the lineup I present on this pod that reaches your ears by like Friday was constructed on like a Monday or a Tuesday, and it's never the same lineup by the time you listen to it because I'm constantly tweaking, learning new information, doubting myself, tanking my score. So there's no, <laughs> there's no, chance that this five these five players i have will be the same five at the end of the week but i bet at least one of them will be so here's who i've got i've got so i don't have heel because i can't afford him yet but i might put him in there um i just have to shuffle some things around maybe i'll maybe i'll take rosetta and get some money um but i have zellerion anchoring my midfield he has a stupid average right now 15.5 that's ridiculous the thing with Zellerion is, like, historically, he's been a little bit more boom-bust than other midfielders of his caliber. Because he's, like, he's a little... He's, yeah, he's almost, like... He's not... He's not a forward. He's definitely an attacking mid. He's definitely a 10. But he's not, like, on the ball as much, I think. And he doesn't do as much of the dirty work as some other attacking midfielders. Like, Carlos Heel has a higher floor... Than Zellerion, basically week in, week out. Um, and so this average has been absurdly high in part because he's had so many goal involvements, but, you know, when he doesn't score and he doesn't assist, like, he's much more likely to get, like, a two or three than other midfielders of his price range. So that's just something we need to keep an eye on. I mean, this is a really good matchup in a home game, so, like, it's a really bad defense. So, like, you know, he could probably keep scoring, keep assisting, but just, just keep that in the back of your head. Um, so I have him for now. Probably will switch to heel. Um, I have Facundo Torres for Orlando. I talked about him a couple weeks ago. I said that I think he's going to be good. He's looked dangerous. He had three bonus points last week, which is pretty nice. And he's like a, a forward attacking player. Oh, you're a bonus point guy now. I am on attacking players, not on defensive midfielders. Facundo Torres is a he's a winger. So. Home game against Cincinnati, I think he, I think he's got as good a chance as any to, to sort of break his duck and get his first goal. So, and he's only 7.1, so I'm in there. I have Daniel Gazdag, another guy we talked about in the first podcast, right? Attacking midfielder for Philadelphia, who's relatively cheap. He's the starting 10. He scored last week, which brings up his average enough that I think he probably won't decrease in price too much if he has a bad week. So, I like the home game against San Jose. I have Santiago Moreno, who is a winger for Portland, who has been getting some minutes and has looked pretty dangerous the past few weeks. Another guy who's like an attacking player, but doing a lot of dirty work. Um, I don't know what, so he's young, and I don't know what the deal is with Sebastian Blanco, whether he's starting in, in Sebastian Blanco's spot. I guess I should look and see how they lined up last week. No, not Portland, Maine, Portland Timbers. I couldn't stay up to watch that game. It was too late. East Coast. Um, right. Claudio Bravo got sent off. Um, so this is the thing I'm a little worried about with Santiago Moreno is that he keeps subbing off for Sebastian Blanco and is probably playing in Sebastian Blanco's spot right now. So I've put him out there because I want to talk about him and say he's looked good. Oh, New York City scored again. But... I will not recommend you putting him in there if you're not able to check the lineups. Because he just might not start. And then that's not worth it at all. Um, but, I mean, has Sebastian... <laughs> that being said, has Sebastian Blanco dropped enough that he might be cheap? Let's see what he's sitting at. He's at 7.6 now. So he's basically... He actually costs less than Moreno. So if you don't care about prices like me, if Sebastian Blanco starts, you can start him. And then the last guy I'll talk about, who I actually think I will keep in my lineup, is Frankie Amaya. 
He is kind of a defensive midfielder, sort of. He's like a he's like a box to box eight. Um but he's just been like super involved on the offensive side of the ball, like way more than I expected him to be, and he's been taking set pieces. He's only seven mil. He has like a stupid high average. I I like I don't remember what it is. Um it's ten, I guess. Doing the math in my head. I clicked the thing and now I can't see it. Okay, yeah. It's ten. Um so probably not going to drop in price and good home game against Minnesota. If his offensive involvement stays where it is, now he has three assists in two games. I don't expect that to continue. But if he does main, if he does continue to sort of be involved in the attacking third, then that's the kind of player you really want because he is getting a lot of bonus points from recovered balls and tackles and doing dirty work eight type stuff, um, but does have potentially attacking upside. So we'll have to see. He historically has not really been, you know, he's still a young player, but he's historically not really been a player super involved offensively like that. Um, but this could be a new, new look New York Red Bulls team. So at 7 million, if you want a budget guy, I think you could do worse. That's my, that's my midfield thoughts, questions, concerns, suggestions. No. So I know what we need to talk about. Okay. I'm going to look at the players who have the highest average right now. And then you will notice all of those players I brought up there have Mostly in the range of 7 to 7.9-ish mil. So these are like budgety guys. If we talk about the heavy hitters. So like Driussi, I don't... I mean, you could definitely play him this week. I don't know if I'm going to in a in a away game. Portland's defense isn't really great, but I just don't like... I just don't like away games at Portland. I think that's that's playing with fire a little bit for his price. Um... Lewis Morgan is fine. I mean, again, his average is bolstered by the fact that he got 20 points last week and he had a first half hat trick. So he's going to, like, he's a good player and he should contribute this year. Um, I'm just not, like, that interested. What about, like, Cifuentes? Yeah, I like Cifuentes. I mean, the the matchup this week is decent. It's a road matchup, but it is at Miami. Um, and he's just still pretty cheap. You know, he's only 8 mil. So I'm fine with Cifuentes. Um, like, I wouldn't play Alex Ring this week. Alex Ring, I think, has been benefiting a lot because he's been getting some goal involvements. He's had some assists. Um, and he might have scored in week one as well. But he's a defensive midfielder, and I just, like, on the road at Portland, that doesn't really sound like a game I want him. Um, Maxi Morales is, like, one you're going to have to be careful about. He might get rotated. Um, Jimmy Chara is is, I think, a good pick, assuming he's... Assuming he's playing, I don't see any reason he wouldn't be. Um, I will say the the thing with Jimmy Chara is he's like he tends to be a little bit a little bit less of a floor guy, a little bit more dependent on goals. So you know that's always that's always a little risky. But he's not. I mean, he's ten mil, so he's expensive. But you could do it. It's a good matchup. Okay, forwards. We plowing ahead. Sure. What are we thinking? What do you got? I have Mr. Torn ACL himself, Joseph Martinez. Mm, me too. I give him the band. What kind of band? The arm band. Which arm? Uh, I don't... Left? I don't know what arm he, he, he puts it on. Is he the captain of the team? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably him or Marcelino Moreno. I would think it'd probably be him. He's like captain of Atlanta, the city. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Joseph is good. Yeah. Joseph at home is always good. Joseph it, at home against Charlotte is really good. Yeah, it, it yeah it feels self-explanatory. <laughs> um, and then you know this little squeezed for cash. So I have I don't know who this person is. Pato. Me too. Oh, I find that really cute that you don't know who that person is. Um, yeah, that's one of my most endearing qualities. I've I've heard that before. Like my many suitors before you have said. I think it's adorable that you don't know who Pato is. That's something I'm known for. He, so, um, yeah, he's just, uh, he's kind of old. I mean, he's like 32, but, uh, he was a very, very, very good, uh, soccer player for much of the <laughs> 2000s. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> he, uh, he played for AC Milan. That was the biggest, that was the biggest team he played for. And he played with them for a while. He was on the team for many years. Um, and scored, I'm looking at his stats now, scored 51 goals and 117 appearances. So that's pretty good. Played for Villarreal. Not really that much. Um, and he bounced around some Brazilian teams. He had a loan at Chelsea. 
Uh, I played in China, it looks like, in Tianjin. Um, but so they signed him last, or like during the beginning of the pandemic. So like in 2020, they signed him and he was injured like all year. He sort of came back at the end of last year, but he's healthy. It seems like he's starting and Lordy is that matchup at home against Cincinnati good. So I've also got Alexandre Pato. It's still, it's still unclear to me whether like what, what his ceiling is in MLS. Um, but he's looked decently fit and I, he started two games, played the 90s. So I like that. So yeah, I've got Pato too. And then who's your third forward? I don't have one. What do you mean you don't have one? You just didn't fill one in? Uh, I had it autofill because, I, you know, I was feeling a little, a little strapped for cash. Okay. So how about I read off some of these people who are like under $8 million. Okay. And you tell me yay or nay. Okay. Uh, so there's this Burke fellow on the Philadelphia Union. He didn't play last yeah, it's week, Yeah, it's a nay for me. All right. Corey Burke is not going to start this week because, I mean, I'm almost certain he won't start this week because um, Michael Ura, the designated player for the Philadelphia Union, should be getting his first start this week. Uh-huh. So he's a guy you could actually probably play off the gate. I mean, it's a little risky. We don't really know what he's going to look like, but he's he's good by all accounts. So Probably too expensive. Yeah, I think he's at like nine mil. I have to look. But he's a, he's a designated player, so he's... He hasn't played this. He's going to be expensive. Um, he's at 8.5. Okay. What about... Is this Diego Rubio? Yeah. Nah. He had a good week last week. I just like... Colorado does not score enough for me. I like just can't pick their forwards because they just like... They just like don't score that much. So, I mean, the matchup's fine at home against Sporting Kansas City. Sporting Kansas City is decent defensively. They're not like the the staunchest defense in the world, but I don't know. I just like don't. I don't love it. I I wouldn't do it myself, but like there are probably worse things you could do. All right. I want to say no to Raheem Edwards because they're playing against Seattle. Yeah, and the other thing is Raheem Edwards is playing defense. So having him lined up as a forward is actually a big L for MLS Fantasy. If he were lined up as a defender, if he was listed as a defender, he would be an absurdly good pick. Because he's playing super high, like he's playing very tactically. He has two assists in two games, which is partially why his um, but his uh, average is so high. He is like sort of racking up bonus points too. Um, but I just I can't I can't endorse picking a forward who's playing defense. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the next person is B Wood, <laughs> Bobby RSL, Wood, which I just want to say no because it's an away game and. Yeah, I don't I like don't, that matchup. RSL doesn't seem good. Um, and RSL doesn't seem good. I mean, it looks like he's the starter for them in some capacity, which I like because... So, like, Bobby Wood was actually this, like, really good U.S. national team guy for, like, a relatively short period of time. And he, like, was playing in Germany and seemed to have this bright future ahead of him. And then just it just didn't pan out, really. But he's talented, so... If he is going to be the regular starter for them, I think he could be, like, a good budget guy in select matchups, but not on the road at the Rebs. I mean, it's not like the Rebs have the sharpest defense in the world, but it's just, like, not... It's just not a good matchup. It's why we weren't picking FC Dallas forwards last week. Like, it's just the same shit. <sighs> um, my goodness. Well, now I'm just kind of scrolling through this list more. How about you pull up forwards I've got a, sort I've, by average under $8 million, and you tell me... I've got a name for you that could be under $8 million, who I think would be a good play this week if he starts. Uh, Miguel Berry for the Columbus crew. I already have three Columbus people, though. Okay, so I wouldn't necessarily take them off for him. Um, Let's see. Alright, so what am I doing? Sorting by average under $8 million? Yeah. Okay. Ready? I'm just going to fire him off. We already said no to Burke, Rubio, Edwards, Wood. Oh, Barry was next in that list. Uh, I say yes to Barry if he starts. Um, no to Campana. Especially because he didn't start last week. Or he got subbed off early. I'm not sure which, and I don't care. Sapong. That's a no for me. For Sapong. And the, the matchup against Dallas is fine. It is a road matchup, which isn't great. And he was actually pretty good last year. But I I guess you could do worse. I just It's not for me. Um, 
Tom Barlow, if he starts, yes. I think you could do Tom Barlow. Um, I don't think it's like a, it's, it's not like a slam dunk, but it, I'd be fine with it. Mm, it's the last game though. This is kind of person I'm looking to like. Yeah, it's just a little risky with that bench. last game too. They did, so New York Rebels did sign Ashley Fletcher from some team in England. I don't actually know where he, he's like a, he's like, oh, they sent him from Watford. That's right. Um, I think he's on loan. He's like a good like he was at Manchester United, I remember. I don't know where else he was. He's at West Ham, he played for Middlesbrough. He's only twenty six, which is actually like a, a very good signing for them. Um and I think when he when he starts in theory, he could be a really potentially strong pick for fantasy. Um but I don't know what the deal is. I don't know when he's gonna be playing. I hope he's playing this weekend because I'm going to the game. Um but we'll see. Yeah, Barlow's fine. I don't know. Benji Michel, that's a guy, if he starts, you could play. I think last week he maybe, you know, he got injured in week one. Um, that was like one of my few picks from week one that was good. Right, he started this week two and then was subbed off early. So I don't love that, but if he continues to start, then you can definitely play Benji Michel. He's really cheap. Um, no on Schmidt. I don't know who that is. Zardes is a yes. It's the same thing with Miguel Berry. You can play either Miguel Berry or Zardes. Kevin Cabral, no. Aruti is a no for me. Dom Dwyer, I don't think we'll start, so no. Uh, Brendan Vasquez is a no. I mean, we're starting to get pretty low down the list here. Carranza's a yes. I know he's been a little dis- Oh no, wait. Was he- Did he get a red card last week? Uh, yes. Okay, well Carranza's a no because he won't be playing. So keep an eye out for that. For those of you who, who see Julian Carranza and think he's cheap, and are like, oh, Ryan talked about him in week one. I should play him. He did do well. He had an assist last week. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he got a red card, I guess, so he's not playing. Should I keep going? This sort of seems like we've exhausted. I'm just taking a quick look. It seems like we've exhausted the options people are going to pick. Yeah, but you haven't given me like any <laughs> people that I can put on my team. You could do Jordan Morris if he plays. I don't know if he's going to play. Seattle's been weird, right? Seattle. So I guess we should talk about Seattle because I was sort of talking about how good they were. This is just like standard shit with them. They rotate a bunch because they have always have CONCACAF Champions League because they're always really fucking good every single year. And they oftentimes, like they literally basically have invented like punting the first half of the season because they know they can make the playoffs because MLS is a very forgiving playoff schedule. So don't be a lot like, like Seattle's not bad. Don't be alarmed that their players are all going to have really bad averages, but it, it still might be a little early to pick them because they have caught Kev Champions League this week. They might rotate again. But a home game against LA is fine. Like, the LA Galaxy have been better defensively. I think they have, I don't think they've put up a goal yet this year. Um, but they're not, I mean, at least last year, they were not even a playoff team. So I don't really expect the LA Galaxy to be a hyper formidable matchup or anything like that. They just haven't really made a lot of structural changes to their roster. So, normally I would be, Heavy endorsing Seattle at home against LA, but it's just early enough in the season, it's kind of hard to say what's going on. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I guess I didn't really give you any guys there. I said you could maybe play Tom Barlow. <laughs> uh, the, the forward I have on my bench right now is Andres Jason, which again, if he starts, I'm in on, but I don't think he's gonna start based on what's going on right now as we speak. So, I guess you could play like whatever New York City striker. I guess my advice would be whatever New York City striker if any of them start. So, like, if Thiago Andrade starts or something. Um, I don't know what Bear is lined up as this week. Let's see. Or, like, Talos Magno is a forward, right? Bear is at 7.7. If any of those guys start, I think you could play them. So, basically, right, like, any of the forwards except for Castellanos, if any of them start, you could play them. I don't know if... I don't know. I, I'd imagine that Castellanos could start, but... But, like, Talos Magno might, you know? He lines up in the way. All right. He's only at 6.1. That's that's good enough for me. Let's see. Yeah, he played last week the full 90. Right, full 90. Well, he played the full 60. <laughs> played 64 and 63. Okay, so he's coming out right at that 60-minute mark. That's not ideal, but yeah. I think that's okay. Um. All right, well. Is that it? That seems good enough for me. We have talked about fantasy things. Yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to make sure there's nobody we... Nobody, nothing telling me missed here. Oh, I never told you my goalkeepers. Um, 
I have Earl Edwards at the front half of my keeper room, and then I have ugh, Ivy Vacic, the Portland keeper, back there. I just did that for money reasons. I don't really think that's a great pick, but he's cheap. He's only five point six. Um, I do have the money again with this with this sort of like thrifty roster I've I've constructed here. I do have the money to switch him out, but I don't know. This lineup won't look anything like it did. Um, but yeah. Man, I really need to pick up some ground here. I'm just doing very poorly. Not look like a guy who made the Fantasy Champions League last year. Champions! Codcast Champions League is on Wednesday night. By the time you listen to this, it will have been over. Yeah. So, that's exciting. Go Revs. I'm, I, you know, it sucks that they lost, but what can you do? Hey. Hey, <laughs> I actually didn't, like, get that at first. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um... Okay, yeah, I feel like this is a, I feel like we stayed on topic in this one. It's pretty good we for did. us. I don't know if the people like that or not. I feel like they probably like that. We're not really like that charming of people. Like no, they, they, I know. like I, I think they want fantasy advice and, and they put up with, they're gonna have to, su- they're gonna have to suffer to get it. I, I refuse to. You wanna like throw out a hot literature take today? I don't have a hot literature take today. It's taking me so long to read the Wheel of Time series, but I'm gonna do it. I don't think you're going to do it. I only have like nine more books to go. Yeah, there's no way. I can do it. I, I can. You're not going to. It's My, not worth I, it. I will admit like, like one New Year's resolution, which was to finish the series by the end of the year, is not going well. So yeah, you're three months in. I'm three months in and I've almost... Well, no, I started the year reading book four and I'm still on book four, so that's not great. Yeah. That's not okay looking, though. Not looking good for you. Slow. It's all right. It's all right. We'll get there. You will not. Believe in me, everybody. Okay, follow me on Twitter. I've been trying to shit post more. Um, I don't do it all the time, but don't encourage him. No, encourage me, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. It's at undesignated MLS. And tell your friends to follow me too. I don't even care if they don't like sports. Just tell them to follow me, <laughs> please. I'm desperate for the engagement. Yeah. Um, do not follow us on Instagram. No, just kidding. You can, but we don't really shit post on Instagram. No, we don't post anything. Maybe I should be. I don't know. I have more followers on Instagram than the Twitter account, but my my anecdotal are... opinion is it seems easier to get Instagram followers than Twitter followers. Yeah. And I'm not sure why that is. I don't know because people I think use people use Instagram as more of like a a tool for building things. Like a lot of our followers on Instagram are like other random sports ah, that are like follow for follow. Yeah. I mean, they don't say that, and I don't follow them back, but actually... You don't follow them back. That's rude. Follow them back. Maybe I do follow them back. Well, you should. I don't know. No, there's just like a lot of I always follow back on our Twitter account, so that's the reason your friends should follow me, so they'll just boost their follower account. Yeah. Unless you're one of those, I don't know... Ratio people. Yeah, thorny sluts who care about the ratio. Well, but the thing is, you probably wouldn't check, so... They would follow you. You'd follow them back, and then they and just then, unfollow like, a week me. Later, they just unfollow you. I would check. I That's only, true. You have very few. Followers. I have only like you twenty would, followers. Every time tell. someone follows me, I notice. Yeah. So yeah, nice try. <laughs> tell your stupid fucking friends and not even think about it. Honestly, <laughs> Christ. All right. Um, I don't know. I don't think we get any new reviews on Apple Podcasts, but like. If you want to, I'll I'll throw out our yeah, thing do it. from last year that will read your review. Uh, if you want to leave a review, yeah, even if it's mean. No, well, yeah, but give us five stars. Yeah, don't 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 be that guy who doesn't give a podcast five stars. Come on, it's the twenty first century. I've given podcasts not five stars. Was it Office Ladies? No. Okay. What podcast were you not giving five stars? It was it was along the same vein of a podcast that was developed by a, another popular podcast duo, and uh, every they have like really. Is it the my favorite murder people? Yeah, and they oh, have, they had another podcast. Well, it's just like they have a podcast network. Oh, and so at a point a couple of years ago, they were advertising their newest podcast and. They like have really devoted fans who kind of just like I think blindly. Yeah, they just flood. They flood their, over five like star before reviews. they even like put out like a lot. Like I think honestly, before they put out like an episode, like I think they did like a preview thing. So you know, the, it was live right. on the thing. Like before there was even an episode, it had like thousands of like five star ratings and reviews and people were people wrote reviews before there was even an episode and they're like i'm just so excited for this and it was like that's funny 
Anyways, I listened to the podcast and it was fine, but it wasn't like a five star podcast. Suppose you like three stars. I I don't know if I gave it three stars or like four, but I was like, I will not. I refuse. I refuse to stand by and just blindly give out these people a five star review. I mean, it felt like it needed to be brought back down. I mean, I feel like the general. The I gen- sound like a real asshole. Yeah, you got kind I of am. boomer vibes right now. I know. I feel like the general like etiquette with reviewing among like it among people on the internet this is what i perceive how it should be is that if you have a bad experience with like a entity that's trying to get it's like like trying to start up like you know a new restaurant or a podcast or something that you can review or rate if you have like a bad experience with it like don't just don't rate it because you're gonna like sink it's opportunity to like find success before it gets a, like a large enough sample size to like really matter. You know, if a new restaurant has like three reviews and one of them is like one star and oftentimes those one star reviews are like, they took 17 minutes to make my food and I wanted it in 15. Then like, don't do that because you're just sort of sink. It just like the, the, the one star review weighs far more heavily than it's actually worth in real life. Um, I think that would probably be true for, like, aspiring podcasters like us. This is just me telling you guys, like, not to give us a one-star review or I'll scream. Um, no, but, like, for real. Like, actually, I think... Well, I don't feel... I don't feel bad about... My... Right. Well, that that was the point I was yeah. going to make. But, like, for a group where it doesn't matter, then, like, who fucking cares? I guess people have used one-star reviews in the past to, like... I remember, like, Pokemon Go went through a thing. I don't remember what it was where... Their app. There was some issue with the app or something they changed. And people started just like... Or it might have something to do with Niantic, honestly. It might have even had to do with just like the parent company. Where they just started like flooding the app with one-star reviews. Um, because they knew it was the only way they could like get mm. the, the the devs to listen to them. Um, if you flood us with one-star reviews, I will not listen to you under any circumstances. But if you flood us with five-star reviews and tweet at me, I might. So Yeah. <laughs> If you want to give us a one-star rating, just, just tweet at us. Yeah, yeah, I'd prefer it in tweet form, because then I'll just... Yeah. We would like to be cyberbullied on Twitter, not on Apple Podcasts. But I will cyberbully you back. Um, no, I'm not really a... Well... It's a good movie, though. Cyberbully? Is that a movie? Yeah. Emily Osment. And... Emily Osment? And one of the Panabakers... What is a Panna Baker? We're doing all of our like off topic stuff at the end. That's like the worst time to do it because we've like the people are just gonna stop listening. Well that's fine for them. Yeah. That's fine. Um, you know no, like the Panna Baker sisters, like Kay Panna Baker, that's the person from Thirteen Panna Reasons Why. <laughs> Danielle and Kay Panabaker, right? They were like in all this Disney stuff. Oh. Damn. Children of Donna and Harold Panabaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, I actually recognize them. Kay Panabaker's a zoologist? Hey. That's so funny. My kind. I'm not really technically a zoologist, but... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, American Zoologist. Cyberbully is like an iconic movie. <laughs> you know, when Emily Osment's like crying in the bathroom and like tries to open a bottle of pills because she's getting cyberbullied. Um... How is she a zoologist? She's a history major. I don't know. Where is she? There's no, it says she's a zoologist, but there's nothing on her Wikipedia page to indicate she's a zoologist otherwise. You should DM her on Instagram. Is she on Twitter? Or Twitter. I don't know. All right. All right. Zoology. So that's revealing to the podcast that I am. I, I do zoology. So, oh, she's a zookeeper. That's cool. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's a zo. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I consider zookeeper zoologists. Um, she's not like an ecologist. She's a zookeeper? Yeah. Um, um, and sugar fanatic, according to her Twitter account. Zookeeper? Wow. Good for her. Is this the same person? I think so. Oh, my God. Her Twitter account links to her IMDb page. Crazy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Well, I would I would apologize, but this was at the end. You could just stop listening. There's, you know, there's no more content. Yeah, I appreciate those of you who did listen through this, though. I hope you got. I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just like the slowest ending in the world. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyways, uh, that's it for yeah. this week. Best of luck. Let's maybe Ryan will get 
maybe this will be Ryan's week for redemption. I'm gonna start spiraling if I don't if I don't pick it up soon. So yeah, yeah. You thought the podcast was gonna go longer this year, but actually, if Ryan keeps doing a bad job, the podcast is gonna be over in like two weeks. Yeah. Alrighty. From Central Jersey, we're on designated players. Yeah. Good happy luck. fantasying. Yep. Fantasizing? No. Yeah. Happy fantasizing. No. <laughs> Enjoy your fantasies. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bad bye, Reagan.